episode three of the Sheepcast. <laughs> For you today, we have Storytime with Feebles, Olivia's Apps, beep, beep, beep. Random Guesses with Ella, Interviews with Mrs. Bosley, Miss Law and Mrs. Slatter Badge Test, and Samuel and Lila Shakespeare. Today we are going to ask you a series of questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, how long have you been doing this job? Well, I did my teacher training in the year 2000, and that took a year. So I've been teaching for 17 (coughs) years. One of which I taught in Birmingham, in Acox Green, and the rest of the time I've been at Shipston. So I've been here a very long time. And in that time, I have taught in reception, year two, I started in a year three, four mixed age class. Year five, I did a term, and then back to year four. Number two, what is your favorite meal? I really like a good Balti, because I was born and brought up in Birmingham, so Balti was a regular part of our meals, and I could recommend some really good Balti restaurants in Birmingham. Number three, do you know a good joke? Okay, I've been practising a couple. Okay, what lies at the bottom of the ocean and wobbles? A jellyfish. (laughs) That's not a joke, that's a true fact! (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad Mr Mogg's laughing. Well, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying myself. Alright, okay. (laughs) Number four, what is your favourite animal? I love cats, and we've had a kitten recently, and she was a rescued kitten. And she's very unusual because she's a really light ginger colour. So we've called her Honey. And she's a little bit naughty. She likes chewing things. So my boys had left out some headphones and she (coughs) chewed through the wire for their headphones. Um, But she's very friendly and she likes lying on laps and she does very loud purring. So definitely cats and kittens. Number five, are you a good teacher? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you to decide. I'd like to think I was. I think I've got lots of experience. As long as children are happy and making progress, then I think I'm doing a good job. Number six, what is your favourite colour? Definitely green. I like green because it reminds me of being outside. So in our house, we've got lots of green rooms. We've got a green bathroom, lime green. We've got a green kitchen and kind of a green, kind of turquoisey, sagey green bedroom. Number seven. Do do you like playtime supervision? If the weather's nice and sunny, I love playtime supervision. If it's cold and windy and rainy, I'm not as keen. Number eight, are you a good artist? If I've got something to copy, I think I'm quite a good artist. But if I have to think off the top of my head, I don't think I am a good artist. I could do with some more art lessons. Number nine, what is your favourite film? Um, Over half term we went to see Johnny English at the cinema and that was hilarious and at the moment that's definitely my favourite film. I like listening to all the other children laughing at the cinema. Thank you for answering our question. Along the coastside of Devon was a normal bunny. 
On the other side of the world was a robot called Mega Beaver 193. It was an ordinary day when on the news it said that the Mega Beaver 193 had eaten one of the two magic meatballs in the world and was causing chaos. These meatballs made you bigger and stronger than anyone in the world and had been around for ages. Whilst the robot grew stronger, the bunny found a meatball and ate it in one big gulp. The bunny began to grow and grow thinking if she would explode. Meanwhile, the robot began to dig a deep hole that just got deeper until he hit a solid brick. The robot ordered a drill and drilled through the brick to see daylight once again. The bunny, who was very shocked, went back to her hole and got the best army bunnies in the world. Armed, the bunny group started a war against the robot whilst the leader's cousin came down to see the bunny. When the bunny's cousin arrived, he was greeted by an army of robots. Who are you? said one. I come to see my cousin, Bunny Lilo. Hmm, okay, replied the robot. As the bunny, called Silky, walked to the carrot cottage, he could see the mess of the wall and was horrified to see robots missing arms and legs. When the bunny arrived, she met Lilo and told him tips for fighting and said that he would help defeat the robots. One night, when everyone was asleep, Silky ran out and put a bomb in the robot's sleeping area and crept back without a sound. The next morning, all the bunnies awoke and heard that the robots had been bombed and so they celebrated and lifted Silky up in the air. That was the end of the robots, or so they thought. Survival Guide to Camp Green Lake. Do you think you can survive Camp Green Lake? Do you have what it takes? Will you survive the experience? Listen on to discover how to stay alive. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to live in the scorching desert heat? Do you ever wonder whether a place like this ever exists? It does, and it's called Camp Green Lake. Imagine a place where rain seldom falls, where venomous creatures lurk ready to strike, where you are forced to dig holes monotonously. This is reality at Camp Green Lake. To survive in this deserted, barren land, you will need this survival guide to exist. Survival is within your grasp. Did you know the Texan desert area is 362,000 kilometres squared, which is also 139,769 miles squared? The history of Camp Green Lake. Situated in the heat of West Texas, this juvenile correction centre was used in a different way. 100 years ago, Camp Green Lake was a thriving, busy town. However, the town went downhill when the lake dried up and evaporated and disappeared. So did the population. Now Camp Green Lake, which is a vast wasteland covered in holes, is used for young men and boys to build character and improve their behaviour. How to conduct yourself. If you are aiming to survive at Camp Green Lake, make sure you follow every instruction your group leader gives you. If you follow them and behave impeccably, then you will stay out of trouble. The strict, harsh warden will be watching over your shoulder every day you dig. She has security cameras everywhere, even in the shower. The scratchy, disgusting beds are not your luxury if you have a king-size bed at home. To impress the warden, you will need to find something shiny, either gold or silver, but definitely not bronze. Dangerous creatures. Living in the depths of the desert, there are a vast array of deadly life-threatening creatures lurking ready to strike. 
The yellow spotted lizard, which has exactly 11 neon spots, eats tarantulas and especially loves sunflower seed shells. The scorpion, that has a black hard shell, deliver a painful sting. The rapid rattlesnake, who has a deafening sound, have a venomous fatal bite. Although there is no choice whether you are sent to Camp Green Lake or not, this guide would have hopefully provided you with enough information about surviving the desert, how to conduct yourself, the dangerous creatures. If you can survive Camp Green Lake, you can handle anything life throws at you. Your future is, it, is within your hands. Five facts you never knew about Mr. Mog. Number one. He likes Maryland chocolate chip cookies. Number two, his favourite TV show of, of all time is Danger Mouse. Hiya! Number three, he thinks he's a superhero. Number four, he can be serious, but not very much. Number five, he likes bubblegum and chewing gum. However, he prefers sweets. Welcoming Mrs. Slatter to, to her pink badge number bonds to 100. Are you ready? Yes. 27 to 100. Is 73. Correct. 56 to 100. 44. Correct. 74 to 100. 26. Correct. 66 to 100. 34. Correct. 92 to 100. 8. Correct. 86 to 100. 14. Correct. 34 to 100. 66. Correct. 17 to 100. 83. Correct. 3 to 100. 97. Correct. And the final one, 49 to 100. 51. Correct. Lila and Sam who played Macbeth and Lady Macbeth in the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry. Question one, what was the hardest line to remember? Um, I would say out damn spot, my out damn spot lines. Uh, I had a, quite a few really long ones, uh, one, the most difficult being one where I was explaining my um, dastardly plans. Question number two. Out of ten, how would you rate the play? Um, I would rate ten. Everybody was really good and they remembered their lines. I'd say 8.5. Some people <laughs> forgot their lines and Lila forgot a scene. Sorry. <laughs> Three, did you forget any of your lines? Um, no, but we did forget a scene like Sam said. <laughs> no. <laughs> Question four, how would you rate the role you took out of ten? Um, I would rate it ten because when I found out we were doing Macbeth, we hadn't found out our parts yet and I really wanted Lady Macbeth because that was like one of the main roles and I really like having main roles and challenging myself. Uh, six. 
I was expecting something like a witch because I look like an old crone. <laughs> Five. What was your favourite scene? Um, my favourite scene would be the dining scene because um, two murderers were, it came in. Sam would say a line and then he would push me out the way and I and I loved how I could just go like act like really what <laughs> what are you doing uh, I did enjoy the banquet scene because I acted like oh, because I would put um others would pretend like um someone's not there when I can see him but my favorite had to be the fighting scene at the end when I died <coughs> Number six, what can you tell us about the role you took? Um, Lady Macbeth, she used to be like a very sad person, even though she, w her husband was a thane, she, uh, her lady would still have to do all the work and she was, and after she heard that she was, um, her husband could be king, she got really ambitious. Yeah, like in the narrator's line saying, um, she is more ambitious for Macbeth to become king than he is. She decides to make it happen. And me, he's a soldier, so I thought, well, I've been in war. I've just been hurt. This is a big role and lots of acting to do. And I was shocked. And um, uh, this, um, he's kind of like uh, a person who doesn't, he's not really wanting to do it, but her wife is pushing him. And then she's wrong. Ha, Lila, you're wrong. Because he dies in the end. <laughs> and I die. Number seven. Were you think, what were you thinking about during the play? Um... I felt a bit hungry. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> we um, stopped outside of um, Pizza Hut. That put me, and I had to eat some cold soup after that. We didn't get to go to the to Pizza Hut. Mr. Roberts teach, teased us and stopped outside. So I was off. My, I I was put off my food and really hungry. And I thought I'm going to screw things up <laughs> really badly. <laughs> I can just tell. And in the end, I didn't. So, I'm lucky. And he also tricked us when he, we were going on a work that, uh, walk that we were going to McDonald's because we stopped at McDonald's, then he went back, then went back, then back, then back. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Number eight. How many rehearsals were there? Um, there were two rehearsals. The first one was a technical dress rehearsal, so we were in our outfits, but it was actually quite boring. Because we had to go over scenes. Yeah, and we had to skip bits. for lighting and different things. Yeah. We had to skip bits and it got really boring. Yeah. And he'd be like, okay, do that again about eight million times. <laughs> and, and I we kept on repeating And scenes. I was actually quite glad that we skipped one of the scenes. Like, we skipped the back banqueting scene because I'm like, um, sit worthy friends, very keep seat. Are you a man? Now they're gonna rehearse a scene of their choice. Do we really have to? <laughs> yes, you have to. <laughs> Macbeth is very close to his wife. He calls her my partner in greatness. He writes to her about the weird sister's prediction. 
she is more ambitious for Macbeth to become the king than Macbeth was. She decides to make it happen. Great glams, worthy Cordor, greater than both by the all hell hereafter. My dearest love, King Duncan comes here tonight. And when goes hence? Tomorrow, as he purposes. Oh, never. Shall send that morrow see. We will proceed further. Look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent undent. Leave the rest to me. Hi, it's Olivia here, and I'm going to do some app reviews. So, first, Mr. Crab. It is a good app because if you are bored and like crabs, and on the game you have to go through obstacles sideways and collect the baby crabs. Second app, Unicorn. So it's not about unicorns, you pick pictures and there's numbers on them and you have to you have colours at the bottom and you just tap the numbers. Bowmasters, so in this game you can do archery at a shark, you have to get him three times and he hits you as well. Small, so if you like singing then get this app because you find a song and sing it. Low pulley, it's like unicorn but there is shapes and luckily there is a hint button that you just drag the shape to it and it takes it to its place. Oh, and you get to do hints five times. Harry Potter. I suggest this app because you get to make your own character and you get to explore Hogwarts school. Also, you can choose your house and find out what Harry Potter's life is like. All of these apps you can download on the App Store for free. Today we are testing Miss Laura and her black badge, which is every time table up to 12 and number one to 100. Are you ready? Question one. 27 plus something equals 100. 73. Yes, correct. Question two. 8 times 6. 48. Yes. Question three. 8 times 3. 24. Yes. Question four. 12 times 4. 48. Yes. Question five. 5 times 7. 30. Five. Yes. <laughs> Thirty-five, yes. Question six. Twelve times twelve. A hundred and forty-four. Yeah. Question seven. Zero times one hundred. Zero. Yeah. Question eight. Twelve times nine. Twelve times nine is a hundred and eight. Yes. Question nine is five times seven. Oh, we've just had that one, haven't we? Dead. No. Yeah. 35. No, it's not 5 times 7. 35. Question 10. 6 times 9. 54. Yes. Jessica stole my question. I didn't. Round of applause oh. for Miss Lynch. You stole my question. <laughs> <laughs> it's some miracle. A miraculous miracle was discovered yesterday morning at Homer L. Zuckerman's farm. It was reported that a common grey house spider spun a wonderful web, leaving the county jaw dropped. Incredibly, a sign has been emblazoned in the web above a picture of. It's a wondrous event. This peculiar event occurred when Lurvy of Vineland was ordered to feed Wilbur. In the corner of his dark brown eyes, he saw a web that was detailed in fine silk, and inside, in print, he examined the word, some pig. It was magnificent. Immediately, Lowe went to find Mr. Zuckerman. He was eating cereal. He rushed out and was amazed. Wilbur was raised and born at Mr. Zuckerman's brother's farm across the road. The pig was a small pig. 
known as a rank. So he was nearly killed, but Fern's daughter persuaded Mr. Arable not to kill him. Even though he was a runt, Fern believed in the pig. Mr. Zuckerman brought him when he was two months old. Fern agreed because she could see him every day. I thought Lud was imagining it, Homer Zuckerman remarked. So when I went to see for myself, I was astonished. When we spoke to Lava, he declared that he was shocked and speechless. I went to give Wilbur his daily scraps. I didn't expect to see this glorious web. Fern excitedly explained. I always knew Wilbur was a special inspiration. He's my favourite pig of them all. As quick as a flash, news spread across the county about this tremendous event. Farmers, tourists and people from other counties are visiting to see this wonderful web and the perfect pig. One farmer commented, I'm glad I came to see this wonderful and brilliant event. After visiting the farm, the priest announced, I'll be announcing this miracle at my service on Sunday. All of you are welcome to attend. He's going to discuss about it more on Sunday at the local church. Mr and Mrs Zuckerman are welcoming people at 8.30am for hot food and drinks. If you arrive early, you'll have a better sight of this wondrous event. We will report more on this story when it occurs and we'll update you. Random thoughts by Ella. School will be turned into Jammy Dodgers. Well, while we're on the subject of Jammy Dodgers, when the school turns into Jammy Dodgers, there will be no Jammy Dodgers left. Even in co-op, co-op is good, I guess, but it's extremely cold. However, they do scrumdiddlyumptious food. Talking about food, pizza. Pizza makes everyone hungry. On my pizza, I like cheese, ham, pepperoni, pineapple. I could go on forever. Will pizza ever be changed? Hmm, what other food do I like? I like meatballs. I wonder what they're made out of. It's not very obvious, is it? It's meat and bouncy balls. Will meatballs ever be replaced? Bouncy balls. They are fun and very bouncy, as is my bed. My bed is cosy and I sleep in it. It is a bit broken. One of the springs is broken. So, for the future, don't jump on your bed like a trampoline. Trampolines, they are boingy. You usually jump on them. You can also flip on them. Never trip on on a trampoline. Talking about tripping, I trip all over all the time. I am very clumsy, lots of people are. Well, that's all from me. See you next time. My newspaper report by Olivia. Madness from Mexico. Ships and primary gets the Mexican feeling. To start the new term in year six, the pupils arrived at their new class and were introduced to the new topic, Hola Mexico. Flamingo pupils from ships and primary had an amazing welcome from their teacher, Mrs. Collins, on Tuesday, 4th of September. Firstly, they had to get into six groups and prepare the ingredients for the recipes. Some of the recipes were salsa, guacamole, tortilla chips. Straight away they started chopping, cutting and slicing. The aroma of fresh food filled the room. When they had finished cooking, year six taste tested the different Mexican dishes. It's too spicy, many children called. Their taste buds must have been tinkling in the end, not to mention the drinks which some of the children thought were disgusting. However, some children thought they were mouth-watering. 
They all liked something, especially the tortilla chips, because all the children had at least seven, eight, or nine, and some even had ten. Pupil Isla was interviewed, and she mentioned, I did not like anything except the tortilla chips, as well as Jessica, who exclaimed that it was all very yummy, and her favourite was the guacamole. It turned out to be a good day for those year sixes. To end their morning, year six did the Mexican hat dance, El Durabo, which was right foot heel tap, left foot heel tap, and so on. They carried on the taps until they did four of each. Working in pairs, the children performed the exciting, upbeat dance. Some found the quick changes of step very difficult. Others seemed to find it easy. To end their fiesta, the year six formed a Mexican mariachi band, which must have made year six's hearts beat energetically. The year six children went home thinking about all their, all the yummy Mexican food and festivities. However, this was only day one of term, and they had many more in, enriching experiences to enjoy. The lucky year sixes still have to boost up their knowledge. The Goldfish Traveller A long time ago when Unabunnies ruled the world, a fish entered the seahorse-only sea and hid in a lady's toilet and accidentally flushed himself down the loo. After a long water ride, the fish popped out in at the future when dinosaurs lived. Not knowing what to do, the fish swam to a dino phone and dialed 0806096443413 and was put to a monologue. This creature told them where he was and what to do. Following these instructions, he got bread, tomato, cheese and ham and made a big map that he learned how to do on a podcast. Next, he called the number again and asked to help him get out of the world. He followed the instructions carefully and eventually found himself in the seahorse-only sea city. He hoped he would see the monologue again. The end. for listening to the podcast have a good day this was made by the shipston primary podcast committee phoebe grace ella immy jessica louis jacob and kaylee and big thanks to all the teachers and other students who took part bye